Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast in its infancy, so it doesn't have a lot of structure yet. And still, I want to bring you something valuable. So today I'm going to talk about Clouded Compass, my new um, vision that is yet to be determined. So a few years ago, I started realizing that what is done in the therapy room is awesome and not enough people are going there. (laughs) So unfortunately, that's always been the story, but there are a lot of reasons for that too. You know, we have a lot of shame and stigma around mental health, but let's get clear. We have a lot of shame and stigma about, about expressing our vulnerabilities. And there are very good reasons for that. We live in a system that teaches us that people have different value depending. And everything I've ever learned in my work, in my spirituality, in my career, says just the opposite. In fact, that's why I do my career, is because I wholeheartedly believe we all have value. And if you don't feel that other people have value, it isn't necessarily a deficit that we have. It's more that we are unable to see it that there are some things in the way. And so when I'm working with my clients in my office, what we typically come up against are the things that they feel are in the way. (laughs) If only, if only, if then, you know, if I wait until, or, you know, maybe if this gets done, then I'll feel better. And we are taught to wait until. That is a reflection of our religions that have, you know, historically been around in our country. And I respect spirituality. I I respect if you have a religion, I hope that it is very helpful to you. And I have religion too. It just looks different. More importantly, though, what each religion in every country, in every continent, in every soul is speaking to is the belief and ability to expand, the belief and ability to move beyond. And I'm here to tell you that beyond is not necessarily where the juice of your life is going to come from. Of course, yes. Look, I went to, I went to school for several years. I knew that an education was going to get me what I wanted. That is not the same thing as believing I'm not going to be okay until... You know, I'm thinking specifically of the Bread and Roses strike in the labor movement in this song by Utah Phillips and Ani DeFranco. And it talks about these strikes in the labor movement in the 1920s where people started demanding more. And we are in that moment again. We are in the moment where we don't just want bread. We want roses, too. And I'm here to tell you that the roses are closer than we think. But we've got to start redirecting how we do things. It isn't that we have to let go of what we are doing. It isn't that we have to change like yesterday. It isn't that we're doing anything wrong. It's that the way that we are living our lives today is really not conducive to our sustainability, the sustainability of the earth. And what I am most concerned about is it's not sustainable for anybody's child today. When you are going to school and you are in an active school shooter drilling and you are taught to be on high alert for the danger, you will not learn. 
you will not learn as well as you could if that was a safe and nurturing environment. And that goes the same thing at home when we're raising children. We are not going to give our children the best of us if we come home exhausted from work and we are wondering why people are into the great resignation. Who does not, who is there, who does not feel that the way that we are working isn't working? Is there anybody in this country that thinks we're doing it quote unquote right? Because we're all pretty dismayed right now. If you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, if you look at the January 6th insurrection, what you are going to find is people who are fucking frustrated. And I hope you are too, but let's not stop there. I'm going to talk about trauma in another episode and how the brain works and all of that stuff. And we don't have to go into it now, but rest assured, these movements are happening because we are in discontent. And if we do not look at that, we will not survive. And I mean that figuratively. I mean that physically. I mean that spiritually. We have a soul wound. We have lost our direction. And so when I created Clouded Compass, I have been seeing this over and over and over for 20 years in my clients and in my own life. And I got tired. I got tired, not of my labor, not of my clients, but I get tired when we make it so freaking hard to be what we think is successful. I get tired when we make it so hard for somebody living in an inner city to have access to resources. I get tired when we dehumanize each other. I get tired when we're talking about a woman's period on TV. I get tired that we're so out of tune that the richest people in the world are still feeling held hostage even though they have all the money in the world. So I didn't have a lot of answers for that until I came upon some new research because I've, you know, I've in my entire life, what I can say to you is that the only commitment I've stayed true to is learning. (laughs) I love learning and I love people and I love, love, love that sacred relationship that I have in my room with that client one-on-one, they get the best of me. And I've started to notice that the rest of the world doesn't. The rest of the world doesn't get the best of me because I strategically and instinctually sort of give it my best to the people who are kindly giving me their time because they trust me and I want them to trust themselves. And so I really created Clouded Compass Because I did not, it has occurred to me that I cannot keep the juiciness that I give in my uh, rooms to my clients that doesn't even come from me, by the way. It comes through me. I am a vessel. I am nobody's fixer. I cannot fix your life. I don't want to fix your life. I want you to learn tools to fix your own life because A, I know it's possible, B, It's a little bit easier than we think, but see, we have to start thinking about it in a different way. And 
that doesn't always take really hard work. It takes an insight. It takes a breakthrough. It takes a moment. Most importantly, it takes us understanding how. And that is kind of why I started Clouded Compass. We all have that internal compass. We all have one, guys. Every one of us. It's a gift from whatever your higher power is. And I imagine our compass is going like a clockwork orange, like they're just spinning, 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 spinning. And we're shooting in all kinds of directions. We're not intentional. We're not conscious because we don't have time to be because that's what our social conditions are reflecting back to us. And at the same time, it is only, it is only that compass that can help you get from where you are now, which is discontent and a lot of other things to where you might want to be, it is only that that has ever gotten you through your life. That is not to say that it's going to be handed to us. That is not to say the world wants to give it to us. That is to say that when you align with that compass, you will be able to sort of tap into some additional support, some additional strength, some additional resources. And in fact, they call that resilience. It's called a lot of things in a different, you know, a lot of different cultures. I don't really care what you call it. Just keep in mind that our life clouds our compass. The way that we live clouds our compass. Our internal thinking clouds our compass. Our fears cloud our compass. Our families cloud our compass. Our work clouds our compass. X, you know, XYZ fills our uh, clouds our compass. And so it occurred to me that we have an entire world with this incredible tool and it's clouded. And so I'm here to bring to you ways to ascend through the clouds, ways to understand your own life's weather, ways to build your own boat to get through it, bridges. And the, I think the most important thing that I've been to many of my clients, at least I hope, is an interpreter, a translator. Because, you know, what works for person A isn't going to be what works for person B. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing because we get to get creative. But if we do not acknowledge that each person needs to have it explained in a different way, then what we're going to see is people rioting on the streets. And for many other reasons, we are adapted out of listening to our compass, tuning into our compass, aligning with our compass, listening to our gut, because that's a threat. When I get clear, when I tap in and when I listen within, when I listen to my higher power, when I listen to all of the possibilities, the world wants to shut that down. This is exactly why I lived in shame my entire life because I had thoughts and ideas that the world could not, for whatever reason, accept. And that's okay. It's okay now. It wasn't okay to my nervous system for many, many years. But I don't need to agree with somebody to understand their basic human value. I don't need to know the exact human condition you're living with, although I do want to know, to know that that is not the entire prism of truth. Many episodes I'm going to talk about the prism of truth. We are all looking at the truth from a different point of view. So anybody looking at it does see the truth, 
but they see only their sort of filter of what that looks like, their angle, if you will. Well, guess what? <laughs> if you zoom out a little bit, the truth is solid. The truth is all of it. The truth is everybody's point of view. We do not have to agree on points of view, but we do have to agree that the truth is infinite. The truth has room for all of it. The truth is your interpretation and something greater. If we can collectively understand that we're all looking at the same thing in a different way and we're all experiencing very similar human pain points, whether it looks like you're homeless on the street or whether it looks like you're afraid to speak to your in-laws because you don't want to offend somebody, or maybe you've gotten $10 million in your bank account and you're afraid you're going to lose it yesterday. It does not matter. What connects that thread of truth is that we all have expressions and beliefs of fear and we all have expressions and beliefs of love. Marianne Williamson talks about this in her book, A Return to Love, and she's still talking today. She ran for president. I highly recommend you look at her stuff and other stuff. And guess what? I'm not here to tell you what is best for you. I have no interest in that because I don't know. I don't know what's best for you. And I want to invite you to consider that you do. And it is maybe through information that you're going to gain through this podcast, or maybe through some courses I'm going to do, or maybe through the community that I want to build, that we can actually start getting honest and vulnerable, sincere, genuine, and authentic, because that is, we are anything but today. I mean, if you look at TikTok, you can see this. <laughs> if you look at Facebook, you can see this. And so what I was, I myself would have been out of balance most of my life, I've been clouded my compass. I didn't even know I had a compass till I was 45 years old, but, or maybe, you know, a couple years earlier, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you start. We start where you are and better is better. That is the basic philosophy of harm reduction. Better is better. And who is defining better? It better be you <laughs> because if it ain't, then you're aiming in the wrong direction. And so I invite us to develop a relationship with self because if we do not, then we will not have that assurance that it's okay to actually develop a relationship with somebody who doesn't look like us and doesn't think like us and actually has different values than us. And we have been constricted in fear for decades in this country specifically. And I'm inviting us to expand. I'm inviting us to consider that the clouds do not have the last answer I am inviting us to hone our own compass, listen to ourselves, learn some things so that we ourselves can save ourselves collectively and individually. It is not, I am not invested in you succeeding at my expense and I'm not invested in me succeeding at your expense. Although I find incredible value in the transaction of you honoring me with your time and your ears and your attention and maybe even your dollars because I consider this a sacred relationship in terms of I know that what I have to bring to you has value if you're the person that needs to hear it. And let me be clear, this is not something that I myself have any claim to fame on. The information I will bring to you isn't mine. 
It has been regurgitated and said in different ways at different times over and over and over again in the human condition. And that's what happens in a compass. It kind of gets off track and then it needs to kind of bring me be brought back to north and then it gets off track and then it comes back to north and then maybe the clouds come in and then you don't, you know, it's like a satellite for your wireless phone. If you don't have good service, you're not going to get a good connection. Well, I'm inviting us to get good service on our own innate resilience because if we don't, we are screwing our children, in my opinion, and you can differ with me. Please feel free. On that note, have a good day. Takeaways are this is for you. And in the next episode, I'm going to tell you why.